Oh, we're started? Yeah, we already started. Oh, no! <laughs> Hi! Hi, welcome to the Sheboyganders podcast, another week with us. My name is Joey Presley. I'm Robert. And I'm Becky Presley, the ah! Oh! <laughs> There's a stranger in our podcast. There's a stranger. Who is it? A, a surprise guest appears. It's Becky. Becky is our younger sister. Mm-hmm. Um, we have <laughs> one of them. No, that's yeah, wrong. <laughs> we have three sisters. We have, uh, so, but the last two came as a joint set, so we don't really count it as one. Um, but yeah, the, so for the people who are unfamiliar with our family, there's six children, six full children, let's call them. There are a couple half children. Same dad, included. different mom. Um, but we have Robert is the oldest. I'm the second oldest, and Becky is the third oldest. Mm-hmm. And then Zachary, who we might have in the future, he goes by Zach. Uh, he's the fourth oldest. Becky's full name is Rebecca. And I figured I'd mention that we are uh, filming this podcast in front of a live studio audience. Of our mother and little sister and two dogs. Say love you. All right. So uh, the podcast. Did we mention the twins? Did we say anything? Oh, yeah. We they're... have two little twin sisters, Abby and Ellie. Abby and Ellie. Are they here? Abby's in the room right there. Oh, cool. Good to meet you. Um, <laughs> season's greetings. Season's greetings. Uh, shit. Okay. First segment. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Lucky isn't even a part of this podcast, <laughs> and she's doing a better job introducing it than you are. I just get lost sometimes. I'm looking at a screen, and there's so many things happening on it that I'm lost. Okay, Sheboygan Second is when uh, Becky has volunteered to take on the segment for this week. So what she's going to do is she's going to try to explain some news to us in one second, and we have to guess what it is. All right, are you ready for us to put time on the clock? Wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you so have the two first articles? One, I do. The first one's the Sheboygan local one, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, well, it is. But yeah, <laughs> one second. <laughs> yeah, one second on the clock. Okay. And go. New Year's swim. Polar plunge. Someone died. Someone died at the polar plunge. Uh, they plunged <laughs> too far. <laughs> They, they jumped plunge. into the deep end. They actually, they're just holding the polar plunge this year at a high school pool. And they died. <laughs> they died because they dived into the shallow end. Yeah. No, this is, um, you're making it more newsy than it really is. It's just an article talking about the fact that the polar plunge is happening. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I hate to break the disappointment, but yeah, um, it says it's going to be 39 degree waters this year, Ooh. which apparently is not Tropical. that cold. It says such forecasts often generate chance of it's not cold enough. Opinions often change after the dip. <laughs> I like the weird, uh, the weird trait. Like it's kind of it's sort of masculine, but I think it defies masculinity or femininity. Of when somebody says it's cold out, people jump in with like, "You think that's cold? I've been in the water, <laughs> and the water been colder. One time, water got so cold it was ice, and I was in there. That wasn't it. We get a lot of that in Colorado with a lot of because in Colorado there is um, a lot of uh, resentment." by Colorado natives towards people like us who move there from other states. And so they say things, you know, like, oh, you think this is a lot of snow? You ain't seen nothing. And take weird pride in being able to drive in snow even though they can't. (laughs) Yeah, they shut down the highways. Yeah. 
So, you know, that's just a part of humanity, I think. Good take. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you ready ready for for another one? one? Yeah, we're ready for another one. Okay, this is on a more national scale. Or global. Ooh, (laughs) Mr. Worldwide. (laughs) Mr. Worldwide. All right, ready? Set. Home Alone Trump. Trump Macaulay Conkin. Conk. (laughs) I want to. Let Joey finish his. I want to pause a second and say that you brought up two things we brought up in previous podcasts. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, didn't we mention the Polar Plunge? Yes. Oh, I don't. And we mentioned that. Home Alone, but not the Trump part. Okay, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, he was in I was it. Just trying to given your news. given your trend of non-news news, I wonder <laughs> if this is just an article about the fact that he was in the movie. Any other guesses? My guess is that Macaulay Culkin, who was the child actor in that movie has joined trump's campaign team or something no he's much or he's endorsed him no he's probably stepped up against him have you seen him he's one of those like when they do those compilations they're like look at what this child actor looks like now and they all look like meth addicts he's like the poster child for that he is he's he is the thumbnail of that yeah but no i don't think so i saw him he he seems okay he's Fine. Turns out the article is not about him at all. <laughs> okay, so um, I guess in Canada, they did like a New Year's Eve broadcasting of Home Alone, but they edited out the part where Trump is in it. I don't even remember that part. It's edited out of my memory <laughs> okay, already. Well, it's edited what out did he do? Of the Canadian. He, just... he tells the kid, he, the kid asks directions and Trump tells him to go the wrong way or something. But they edited it out, and now Trump and all of his children and supporters are ripping on it on Twitter. Twitter? Was Big Bird in that movie, too? (laughs) Trump wrote in a second tweet. Sorry, unrelated. (laughs) He says, the movie will never be the same. And then in parentheses, just kidding. So that's the news today. Sheboygan second. Is it just me or is Trump's sense of humor getting better? He is pretty good. Did you see the thing about the uh, North Korea? So North Korea said they were going to send us a nice Christmas gift, um, and they were talking about a missile. But they were, <laughs> I love the the way people were writing in the articles. Like they used the language of Christmas gift because they believe that's something that Americans would be familiar with culturally. Like. Okay, <laughs> that's a long way to explain them saying that they're gonna nuke us. But yeah, they're they're testing out ballistic missiles, and they're thinking they might have. They were worried they were gonna send it on Christmas, and they're gonna get real close to Hawaii, and uh, they did not. But oh yeah, uh, where were the, where, I was going with this because Trump said, well maybe it's not gonna be a missile. Instead, it will be a nice vase. <laughs> wow, that's pretty, pretty good. Funny. That's pretty good humor. <laughs> He's still a bad man and a bad president, and he got the the Central Park Five locked up for crimes they didn't commit because he put out full page advertisements uh, seeking their arrest and turning the public uh, the public consciousness towards them being bad people, even though they were all entirely innocent. And it was an entirely different man who conve- confessed wow. like twenty years later. But Trump was on the side; he was against racial justice, and now he thinks that he can get the black vote. That was nice. Is that, is that, uh, do you have more there? Where, where did I start? I don't even out. know. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, where did I start? I don't know. Okay. Some sense of don't. humor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty funny guy, though. He's <laughs> <laughs> coming around. He's coming around. Now he just needs to fix some other parts of his life. Yeah. 
We'll get to him later in the podcast, too, for a fun thing. Teaser! Spoilers! Okay, it's time for the next segment. This is called Robert's Review Review, where Robert reviews... Well, Robert... Robert... Robert finds a review when we review his review. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to do this a little differently than I did last week. So uh, last week we actually reviewed uh, an icon of our neighborhood, which I, if I leaned, I could see outside our window right now. Mount Brushmore. <laughs> <laughs> so this week I'm going to go with something that's a little more culturally known and pick, Mount a, num- Rushmore. pick a number of reviews. It is mountain related. Ooh. And uh, so again, we, we're from we're from Colorado. So I'm I'm gonna pull some reviews here of Rocky Mountain National Park and look at some of the negative reviews <laughs> because overall a national park a national park. Yes, Do they it, have little flyers saying review it and get a free Whopper? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think that um, the National Park Service has partnered with Burger King yet. But <laughs> a real Buffalo season. Burger from the Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be bad. <laughs> They're protected species. But uh, yes, um, so Rocky Mountain National Park has over sixteen thousand reviews on Google Maps. Holy shit! Who is so inspired? And, and the vast majority of them are five. So the average rating is four point nine. Love that. But I want to look at. The other fun thing here is that it shows um, sort of like common words that show up, and they're all the, park. The, 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 the most common one is moose. <laughs> What's the second? Pass. Why? Pass to moose. Pass to moose. Because of the road that goes through the park. It's called the moose pass. pass. Maybe. It's I like an eye pass. So. <laughs> and then the third it gets you to the front of the moose line. <laughs> Marmots were actually mentioned in 64 reviews. <laughs> but anyway, so let's take a look at some of these uh, negative reviews of Rocky Mountain National Park. Because I really want to know why people are shitting on uh, one of our national treasures. My skin is brimming with anticipation. <laughs> I'm about to sweat for these reviews. So I'm going to start here. This one is, is a joke review, but I think it's pretty good. It says, very rocky, little oxygen. Main roads are closed most of the year. Walking paths are not smooth. Lots of wild animals, but very few places to walk my dog. <laughs> <laughs> the damn wild animals keep getting in the way at the national park. Yeah, I wanted to see a dog. <laughs> yeah, here's someone. Now, these are some, some legitimate reviews. This person says it's a lackluster experience all around. You're better off going to Hanging Lake or just not coming to Colorado at all. Oh. <laughs> That's just simply not worth it. Becky, have you been to Racking Mag? No. <laughs> we have. It's beautiful. Like you get to go through this this road that's like above the alpine level, and like you can see all of these mountains all around you. You're surrounded by mountains on all sides, and it's like it is breathtaking. And then you go around a steep curve, and you go. <gasps> and then you see too many moose. You can't walk your dog, and it's not worth it. And you go home. <laughs> but yeah, to say like you know what, might as well not even go. Why would you even visit the state? That's yeah. I think that's an unfair treatment of our national park. Uh, it gets worse. Well, this one says, uh, run by the senior citizen community, and it shows. <laughs> oh. Not even a park. I'd say more of a museum. Pets aren't allowed, but screaming babies are, so take that, <laughs> wildlife. <laughs> take that. <laughs> take... 
<laughs> Why are people so obsessed with their dogs being there? I don't know. I don't understand it. Like, I guess if I went there... It, wait, is our dogs not allowed at all? I don't even know. What they're suggesting is that you should be able to take your dogs on walks, but you should have to leave your baby in the car. Yes. <laughs> the windows rolled down and a treat in there. Uh, here's a good one. Not enough rocks. <laughs> this person says, didn't enjoy the cliffhanging drive over the mountain. Well, How did you go? <laughs> scared I, I can't understand if like well you put cliffhanging in quotes which has colored me uh to think that like oh yeah cliffhanging you haven't seen cliffhanging unless you're driving upside down you, you don't know cliffhanging uh here's a, a really wonderful review all caps one star does not exist <laughs> the map we... took him to the wrong place and now he's <laughs> not there yeah, some matrix shit yeah so there's just uh, uh, just people who have bad experiences taking out their anger it's 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 so it's so funny just what people uh here's someone who legitimately legitimate review says they need more smooth paths in rocky mountain national park no maps of the local area well that one is a fair yeah. concern you know what i'll give it to him and just a couple more. How about, what a dump. They don't even have a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> and let me see. There was one. How uh, many? Oh, I guess there's 16,000. Yes, there are quite a few. I'll do two more here. Okay. Uh, these are these are both people who clearly gave it the wrong rating. Awesome. We love to take the time <laughs> to drive through. Beautiful. One star. <laughs> <laughs> They've just had such vast and large life experience that even awesomeness is one star for them. Or this one just says, nice, love it, one star! <laughs> nice. Very good. So that's that's Rocky Mountain National Park through the eyes of the cynical. I would rate those reviews five stars. Okay. Good job, Bobby. <laughs> good job. All right, out of the next segment. Uh, okay, so this is a new segment that we've decided, I've decided to do. Because true crime um, is a big it's, thing. It's a, it's a big bubble that is just waiting for this podcast to puncture it. It's the Bitcoin of 2019. Uh, but yeah. 2020? Oh, shit. Fuck. Can you believe it? It's almost, that... it's almost a, a new millennium. Y2K. Let that sink <laughs> If if the millennium started on the twentieth year of each of each millennium. Yeah. Oh, and if the century started on the twentieth year of each millennium, there would be a new century too. And if the year... time eternal started on the twentieth twenty twenty AD, then this is a new time. And if Jesus was born. born on this day, then it would be year zero. Oh, no, wait, zero started when he died. If Jesus died. This is actually a good question. Today. So what what was the time period when he lived? Was that before Christ or after death? Did just... time just not move while he was alive? <gasps> it just didn't matter. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> I think somebody will correct me on this, I'm sure, but... I think the BC and the AD don't stand for before Christ and after death. I think they oh. stand for like big cinema 
and always... Big cock and average dick. <laughs> I think they mean, I think they have like a biblical meaning when you're talking about religion things, and I think that refers to the before Christ, after death, something like that. Oh, biblical cunt like... and average dookie. No! And then I think there's like a historical, like when you're looking at things from a historical lens, it means something different. That's what I feel like it is. Well, it turns out we're all wrong. Um, BC does stand for before Christ, but after death uh, means anno domini, um, in the year of the Lord. And the Lord, the year of the Lord is zero when Jesus Christ was born. was born. When Christ was born. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, well, now that we've got that mystery solved. Can we keep going? Oh, yeah. <laughs> true crime is booming. Um, and it, it's really, it's, there are a lot of true crime podcasts out there. There are a lot of true crime documentaries. Everybody's obsessed with John Wayne Gacy, Sufjan Stevens, for example. There's just a lot. <laughs> Sufjan Stevens, the noted true crime podcaster. <laughs> Everybody really likes it. Uh, and so uh, we can't get in on the ground floor of that. The ground floor was 20 years ago. Uh, but what we can do is we can predict jump the through the window. Yeah, we can. To, uh, yeah, we can't get in on the ground floor, but we can climb up a little bit and go through the window. Second story window. We're gonna ride this baby all the way up. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a twist on it, um, and we're we're not gonna talk about things that have happened. We're gonna talk about things that will happen. I'm gonna try. And this was inspired by a true crime podcast, the last podcast on the left. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. It's been described by Robert as, I don't really like those guys. Uh, <laughs> but I, recommendation. I think it's pretty good. Um, I should note, I listened to two podcasts. Uh, my Brother, My Brother, and Me, and my own podcast. Yep. Uh, so you're not cultured. Uh, but uh, what they, they had a segment where they were talking about Papa John. Um, and if you haven't heard Papa Father John, Jonathan, Father Jonathan, Papa has been going on just a rampage lately. He got a divorce. Uh, he got kicked out of uh, Papa John's for using the N word just a little bit too much. He ate 40 pizzas in 30 days. But then what they caught on to is that he was saying, The day of reckoning is going to come. You're going to, we're going to see a new era of Papa John. So they think he's going to be, they covered him on a true crime podcast because they think that he's going to be the future of true crime. That inspired me. So I think uh, my my uh, future true criminal is Greta Thunberg. Oh. <laughs> You're going to have to explain this one. <laughs> so Greta Thunberg, I don't know how to pronounce it. Thunberg? Turn, ter, ter, I, need, I would Thunberg, need to see it written down. Uh, T-H-U-N-B-E-R-G. Thunberg. Thunberg. Oh, you're going to... I'm pretty um, sure there's... She's... Swedish or something. She is Swedish. I think it's Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Thunberg. It's cultural appropriation. <laughs> yeah. So she, uh, she has, uh, she's a climate activist. She's fifteen, or no, I think she's sixteen, maybe seventeen years old. She's somewhere in the range of being young, um, and she is a strong activist advocate for uh, fixing the climate crisis and she's well known uh, for being a jerk to yeah. Donald Trump which he deserves and she was the time person of the year she was the time person of the year yeah that's <laughs> well known for her relation with uh, Donald Trump but also for being on the cover of that <laughs> magazine um, 
But yeah, uh, she's outspoken about climate, uh, and I think... She took a boat one time. She took a boat because she refuses to take air travel because it has too much of a carbon footprint. Very inspiring, and I'm super inspired by her. And it's so sad for me that she's going to end up killing people and going to jail. (laughs) And honestly, like, I really do respect her, um, and I think she's doing a great thing for the Zoomers. Um, So yeah, I'll be sad to see her convicted for these crimes that she's going to commit. Okay. Which are? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> okay, what makes you think that she's going to become a serial killer? Because uh, she reminds me of the Unabomber in a big way. Unabomber. <laughs> we are going to, I don't think this segment's going to make it. <laughs> you can't lead off a segment making fun of an inspiring child and say that she's the Unabomber. You know, the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski was an inspiring child, math prodigy, went to Harvard, was one of the youngest ever professors at CU, UC Berkeley. A uh, very smart man, and then he decided to live a, a anarcho-primitivist lifestyle, went into the woods of Montana, and then got to thinking that technology was the problem and mailed some bombs to people who represented technological industries and commerce. And they went boom, and three people died, and a lot of people lost a lot of fingies. So who is Greta going to mail bombs to? Well, I got one big guy in my mind and i'll give you a hint he was in home alone too <laughs> he was cut out of home alone too cut out of canada yeah <laughs> canadians are catching up yeah well i mean okay so uh, a lot of serial uh criminals um are bullied at a young age and greta Thunberg has been bullied by none other than the president of the united states which i feel like has a larger cultural and uh, developmental impact can, can I make a counterpoint here? Sure. She also has a great deal of support that, let's say, the Unabomber probably didn't have. Everybody liked his dissertation. He got everybody. <laughs> you read it? <laughs> no. His mathematical dissertation, not his manifesto that I've not read. Um, but I think they they give me similar energies. A lot of anger at the system. We need to stop this there's it's time to act all right do you have like a timeline for this what do you think in 10 20 years well, she's got a lot of chutzpah i think she could start now <laughs> you also realize that let's say greta greta thunberg does become a serial killer someone will find this and implicate you in it well no not implicate i'm not inspiring her. you are yes you're... i'm breaking the news <laughs> okay they're gonna go back and be like you guys should start looking now <laughs> No, I don't think. Uh, I think what's likely going to happen with her is she's. I think she does have similar energy, and I think if Ted Kaczynski had been just a little bit different, he could have become an activist. Like he could have been a really strong force because he was genius level mathematician. And he had like if you read his manifesto, it's pretty philosophically sound. But then his way of in like I no, he, he said well some of it is the racist bits aren't great. Uh, but uh, the the part where he's saying that like technology is going too quickly and it's limiting like it's alienating human beings from themselves it's 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 neo-marxism it's very cool i'm big into it uh however then he's like i'm gonna mail some bombs and it wasn't even like he like bombed a guy who ran a computer store like okay fine he did one of the guys he killed was a, a timber industry executive and i feel like greta thunberg was looking at that and going wink i winked which doesn't come across <laughs> in the podcast uh but 
What I've decided to do uh, is to prove this point is we're going to play a little game called Unabomber or Greta Thunberg. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is, these are uh, put together 14 quotes, um, some of which are from Ted Kaczynski and some of which are from Greta Thunberg. And I'm going to say them and you guys are going to guess. Uh, What's the first guy's name? Uh, Ted Kaczynski. Uh, Ted. You, okay. okay. Yeah. Ted or Ted Greta. Ted or Greta. Um, Ted or Greta. Okay. Quote number one, history is made by active, determined minorities, not the majority, which seldom has a clear and consistent idea of what it really wants. Ted. Correct. I don't want you to be hopeful. I don't want you to be hopeful. I want you to panic. I want you to feel the fear I feel every day. That's Greta. That's Greta. That is Greta. Okay. Are you looking? No, I'm not. Ricky is literally looking straight out the window. I'm getting blinded. You can't make rapid, drastic changes in the technology and the economy of a society without causing rapid changes in all other aspects of the society as well, and that such rapid changes inevitably break down traditional values. That's Ted. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not so close together. <laughs> so his theory is falling apart. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all Greta. we talk about is money and fairy tales of internal economic growth. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> Heard this one. We are going to change the fate of humanity. Bernie Sanders. You like it or not. <laughs> that literally, that one read like one of his tweets. <laughs> we are going to change the fate of humanity, whether you like it or not. Yeah, he does have a very aggressive tone. Wait, who do you think? Is he going to be on a future episode? <laughs> Greta. Yeah. <clears throat> The bigger the system grows, you know what, maybe I'll try to mix it up. The bigger the system grows, the more disastrous the results of its breakdown will be. So if it is to break down, it had best break down sooner rather than later. That's Ted. Yeah, it is. Okay, I'm, I'm sensing a pattern here. Greta, her, 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 her comments are not explicitly about tearing things down. Yeah, they are. Ted uses much more academic language. Yeah, he does. And much more violent language. Don't just, oh, okay. Uh, mass extinction? Is that violent? I want you to panic? Those are both Greta. Yes, but I could tell immediately that those were her and not a serial killer. Fine. I'm doing more. <laughs> a chorus of voices exhorts kids to study science. <laughs> Say it again. Repeat. A chorus of voices exhorts kids to study science. That's Ted. That's Ted. People tell me I should study to become a climate scientist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's Greta. Okay. Ideas start revolutions. Greta. Okay, literally, that is a quote that both of them are quoting from someone else. Who said it? Ideas start revolutions. Greta. No, Ted. Except for... Is, Did you take it, it out the of context? The full quote was, yeah, the full quote was like, bombs start. <laughs> <laughs> bombs start people talking, ideas start revolutions. Okay. Uh, they want to have their cake and eat it too. Greta. You can't eat your cake and have it too. Greta. <laughs> yeah, you got it. The first Did one you... was Greta, the second one was Ted. Fine. <laughs> um, it has only just begun. It will get worse. That's Greta. Yeah. Um, if solutions within the system are so impossible to find, maybe we should change the system itself. Greta. 
That one's actually, that is one where yeah. I, it's, it's a little closer. That one was great. Um, manifesto, <laughs> read my manifesto. I've written a manifesto. It's all in the manifesto. I'm going to go with Ted. <laughs> no, that one was actually Greta. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Debunked. You're correct. All right. Uh, we got to future true crime. I like that. I yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that you're wrong, but if you want to believe that, then go ahead. We're breaking the news. Yeah. No, actually. Okay. So the true, true truth of it is probably that she has, she is using her... <coughs> brain and her influence and her power towards really positive means and old teddy could have done it but instead he went to montana what's in montana steve bullock i have a professor is he still running for president he might be i have a professor who's from montana and that's all he ever talks about ever the unabomber no montana (laughs) greta (laughs) buffalo all right uh it's time for advice time um so advice time is why, do I, why am I explaining it? It's advice. Uh, so uh, this is from r slash advice on Reddit. Uh, I think the r slash sort of entails. Yeah, true. Uh, in the future, if you, if you our listeners, want to ask us for advice, you, you can do that too. We don't need to go to Reddit all the time. You Reddit... can email me. It's pussydestroyer at hotmail.com. <laughs> I thought you switched to a Gmail. <laughs> I didn't move my pussy destroyer account to Gmail. <laughs> All right. So from our slash advice, titled, "Should I give my friend a Christmas gift even though they don't want one?" Already, I'm forming a solution here. <laughs> so the this person says, "My friend, female, in parentheses, has told me that yikes." <laughs> <laughs> Has the left gone too far? My friend. <laughs> I can't believe we still have females. Cut that part out. <laughs> well, the idea of uh, with, parenthes- or with parentheses is that that information can be left out without changing the flow of the sentence. And that's true. I guess so, yes. Just... Actually, I mean, uh, we, we've already heard this question. Yeah. But I would argue that that is important and relevant information uh, in terms of, of this question all right well let's find out my friend female or maybe that's her name because uh, <laughs> he refers to her with they pronouns so my friend female has told me that they don't want anything for christmas except to spend time with me in uh, in parentheses a male who isn't looking to get out of the friend zone nice so wait he's in the friend zone he's in but he doesn't want to get out so he likes her so he could have oh, just, but maybe. just doesn't want it. He just wants to be her friend. I don't see. I think friend zone, like it's. I think or is he, he might, saying that they're friends and he just phrased it in the weirdest that's way? That's the thing. Like, I I think the friend zone could more aptly be put as like just being friends with somebody of the opposite gender. Uh, but I think I think you're right, Pecky, that he wants to get out of the friend zone. But it says that he doesn't want to. Well, he doesn't want to, but he's like. He's hinting at it. He's hinting at it. He's like, you know, I do like her, but she put me in the friend zone. But I don't. Ha- I don't want social mobility. I don't want to climb the ranks here. I just want to stay in a place where I'm uncomfortable. To extend the fiction, um, is this guy's name male? I, I hope so. <laughs> male and female. Well, he says a male, so maybe his first name is a- Aaron. Aaron, Aaron male. male. <laughs> a male. Uh, yeah, I, he just kind of strikes me as odd. So seeing as how my life hasn't 
Wait, seeing as how life <laughs> life ha- has fallen apart <laughs> two months. So seeing as how life hasn't treated her fairly by throwing some hefty curveballs, even though she trucks on a big thick curveball. <laughs> this is really hard to read. Um, <laughs> hefty curveball doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you played you played softball. <laughs> were any of the curveballs hefty? I mean there were it was softball, they were all hefty. Oh Ooh, there's our clock. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh, it just okay. keeps going. <laughs> How do it? I thought that was gonna be it. Yup. Yeah. Does it play different tunes uh, every hour? Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. God bless America. This, <laughs> okay, can we get through the questions <laughs> we can answer? <laughs> that was that was a Christmas clock that went off. Okay. Uh, Hefty curveballs, even though she trucks on. Uh, I decided to really mix, mix and metaphors. Somebody's throwing curveballs at her hefty truck. <laughs> her life isn't great, is what he's saying. Uh, so I decided to get her something to show that I care for her and appreciate her, even if life doesn't. Wow. Cute. So I told her that I was getting her something for Christmas, even though she doesn't want me to. She keeps rephrasing. Uh, and she rightfully objects and says she'll promptly make me return the gift. I still want to give her the gift, a necklace, because she deserves something nice. Everything boils down to, to gift or not to gift. That is the question. Shakespeare. Jazz. (laughs) (laughs) The answer that I came up with is that I should show her the gift and explain to her why I got it for her, even if she doesn't want it. And then if she doesn't want to accept it, I'll return it. No harm, no foul. What do you think I should do in my simple predicament? Okay, here. Here's what I'm getting after the second reading of this. Let's get a female perspective sounds, on this. You know what? It's I don't know if this is what's actually going on, but this is what it sounds like might be going on. So he likes her, right? Yeah, he's into and that. And he, he has that. told her, and she said, no, I like you as a friend, right? Yes. That's what's happened. And now he's getting her this gift, and he's like, I got you something for Christmas. And she's like, oh, no, you don't have to get me anything. And then he's like, I already got it. And she's like, no, I really don't want anything from you. She firmly it rejects it. It sounds like... She's maybe doesn't even, does she really like him as a friend or is she just too nice to completely say no, I don't like you and I also don't like you as a friend. So now she doesn't want him to spend all this money on her because she already feels bad that she hasn't told him the truth, that she doesn't like him at all. Is that what's going on? That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting. I think he doesn't understand consent at all in (laughs) any of this. So he's like, I've been put in the friend zone. He doesn't recognize that like. She has to consent to a relationship. And that's that's what the friend zone is. It's men who are weird uh, being like, yeah, I, I love this girl and she doesn't want me. And so they're put in the friend zone. So, yeah, I think Becky's Becky's about right. I got it. Yeah. But let's, th- let's think about how we answer the question. What, what should this question ask her do? Get the gift or not get the gift? Well, the thing is he already got the gift. Yeah. So now it's just does he give it to her or does he just return it without showing it to her? I think what he should do is he should show up and say, I got you this gift, but it's mine now. And just wear it and take pictures of Bitch. it every day. <laughs> you could have had this. <laughs> you could have had a bad gift. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, I like, he knows the answer because he keeps repeating it over right. and over again in the question. Like, 
She doesn't want it. Should I get it for her even though she doesn't want it? I told her I got it and she rightfully objects. Like, yeah, no. She says no and you say yes. And then she says no again and you say yes. And then she says no a third time and you say, well, let me tell you why yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, also, can I tell you just how... We- Oh, we, we've uh, been delivered <laughs> Rice Krispies. <laughs> Mom, you want to say hi? Mom, say hi. Mom, hi. say hi. <laughs> Mom, do you want to answer this question? Sure. Yeah, okay, we're going to have a special guest, our mother, who created all three of us and a few more. Uh-oh. So I'm going to, I'm not going to read breathe the whole thing. Breathe real heavy into it. Oh, breathe real heavy into it. <laughs> Testing. Test. <laughs> it works. <laughs> so uh, this is uh, this from. Oh, I didn't say his username. Uh, unnoticed throwaway. Oh, he's really got it. No. He's got a, uh, a, a. That's an incel if I've ever heard yeah. one. So this fella. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy, uh, he, uh, a friend of his, a woman. He's a man. Um, said she doesn't want anything for Christmas. Just your friendship is enough. And he says, uh, por favor, I got you a gift. And she's saying no. And he says, well, I got you a gift. And she says no. Um, and so now his question is, I got her the gift, even though she didn't want it. It's a necklace. Um, should I give it to her? And his, his plan is try to give it to her and explain why it's important because she's had a bad year. I wonder if he was part of the bad year. <laughs> bad year. A bunch of like, I lost my job and this guy keeps trying to give me shit. Yeah, because so, it, so- it sounds like she's told him I don't like you romantically. And he oh, took that as well. We're just good friends now and is pushing that pretty hard. So what do you think, Mom? Come close to the microphone. So, <laughs> stop laughing at me. <laughs> so she doesn't view him in a romantic way. No. And he bought her kind of a romantic gift. A necklace kind of does. It's, it's a choking motion. With well, it, then he should not give it to her. So then he should not give it to her. Final answer. The final answer. <laughs> no. And she made a clear note. Even though he already bought it, he bought it already. Yeah, so should if he, he... If he's meaning it as a romantic gesture, he should not give it to her. Now, if it's just a friendship, hey... Friendship necklace with a heart I think, on it. I think it is romantic and he's trying to fool himself. And yes. Say that it's so he has to be honest with himself and really Honey, look at his deep. intentions. And, Let's talk um, about this. If it's not something that he feels like she doesn't want to pursue, then they should not, he should not be giving her that kind of gift. Like go buy some chocolates or something. On the other hand. Just one cookie. If this really is the situation we're making it out to be, that woman should really just... Figure it out and be able to come clean to that man and say, I am not interested you in you in a relationship sense or in a friendship sense. And I think it would be yes. better if we took our separate lives. See, I say the opposite. I think she should take advantage of the situation <laughs> and get free jewelry out of it. <laughs> and then resell it. You know what I think he should really do? There is no do? free jewelry, this is what I think he should realistically do, or what he realistically will do, is he's going to get the gift take a picture of it, return it, and then say, yeah, I got you this, but you don't want it, so I'm just going to return it. 
And then he's going to make a big deal about all the money he spent and all the stuff he went to. And he's going to somehow victim blame her into a space where she has already said no so many times. And he's he's going to be like, yeah, well, because you said no, this is what I'm going through. Can we, can we take an alternate reading? Because we have really villainized yes, this man. Have. And I think that that's the most likely situation. But what if he is just a really good friend and his female friend is just like very like... She doesn't feel like she's good enough for a gift. See, you give it to her. I, I think the word the phrasing friend zone has automatically like put yeah. me off to this guy because I hate the idea of a friend zone. Um, it's just friendship. It's just friendship. There's no zone. It's friendship. Uh, so let yeah, let's read him better. So the maybe friend zone. So she's like, I have ten forms of uh, cancer, ovarian, <laughs> uh, lymphoma. You don't uh, know Mesophilioma. <laughs> I I work in a hospital. Bone cancer, <laughs> sickle cell anemia. That's not even a cancer. It's just on top of it all. Um, and wait, and now I forgot. Pancreatic, which pancreatic, uh, colonic cancer, um, stomach brain. cancer, esophageal cancer, which is brain cancer, cancer, skin cancer. What yeah. what, what is the or, the organ that only men have? The uh, the penis. No. <laughs> <laughs> not even true they're trans people um what is it called the uh, prostate prostate the pro- cancer. prostate she has cancer. prostate cancer and, and she got one implanted because she thought it could be a little fun for butthole play and then it ended up giving her cancer <laughs> she's had a really bad she literally she she keeps trucking on because she was hit by a truck and this is a really off-color joke for him to make and the truck actually sort of that impact sort of triggered all the cancers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they were all dormant before that. They all just burst into life. And she was hit by a curveball. <laughs> she got a playing community softball. <laughs> she was hit by a curveball. And that uh, fixed the cancer. Um, but then it came back and she got hit by a truck. So yeah, really fucking bad year. And he, sweet he, uh, is just like... He got her necklace, and it says on the necklace, like, sorry about all the cancer. And there's nothing, <laughs> there's no hearts, there's no diamonds, there's nothing. It's just, it's actually more like a, a strap. Just a leather strap that says, uh-oh. It's a choker. <laughs> okay, joker. here's the answer. This man can go through with his plan yeah. and say, explain why he got her this gift. And if she says no that time, then he needs to never see her again <laughs> in his life. <laughs> And then she'll get hit by a truck. <laughs> okay, this has been the Sheboygander's podcast with special guest Becky. I've, I've, <laughs> She's reverting back to her robot form. <laughs> Thank you, Autobot. Autobot, <laughs> signing out. Um, I've been Joey. I, I'm still Robert. <laughs> and I'm Becky. I'll see you next week. But not me. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm stop.